Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 today, beginning now in verse 30. Paul the Apostle had been methodically answering questions from this church in Corinth about various doctrinal issues. We pick it up right in the middle of his answer concerning the issue of the resurrection. Jesus' resurrection, the believer's resurrection, whether we're resurrected bodily or spiritually. Paul is addressing this question and begins with verse 30 saying, Why do we also stand in jeopardy every hour? Paul's life, you see, it seemed was always in danger on account of his belief. And even more so because of his profession. He was a man that would have experienced a much smoother life journey if he would have simply kept his mouth shut. Yet in absence of such restraint, Paul experienced a biography that I think few could ever compare. His life was in danger every moment of every day. Therefore, Paul was committing everything he had, everything he believed, and everything he was on the fact that no matter what happened to him, it was not the end. He would rise again, and I, for one, have no doubt that he has. I wonder how different this church would appear today if that were the case for us in this fellowship. I wonder how many of us would be cowering under our bed and how many of us would actually be out there on the front lines. Certainly the way this world is going, I think someday we all may very well find out. Verse 31 says, I affirm by the boasting in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. If I fought with animals at Ephesus for human purposes, what does it profit me? If the dead are not raised, then let's eat and drink for tomorrow we die. You see, Paul's point was, if death ended everything, well then we need to enjoy the moment because that's all that matters. Christians, though, know that there is a life beyond the grave and that our life on this earth is only in preparation for that life. Verse 31, again, uh, if we read it in the Believer's Bible Commentary, it says, As surely as I rejoice over you as my children in Christ Jesus, every day of my life I am exposed to death. What a vast difference, the manifestation of our faith versus that of Paul the Apostle. Certainly we must realize that comfort and safety has not done any favors for the purity and the commitment and the spread of Christianity, at least here in the West. In truth, we have been lulled into, I don't know, some new Christianity, one that plays church and listens to pop praise music on the radio and places Jesus fish on the back of our cars in some sort of bold declaration of our belief in God. Yet in other countries like China and India and the old Soviet Union, the faith has not only survived persecution, but it has inexplicably thrived and grown. In the meantime, with all of our freedom of religion here in the U.S., We have grown weak and divisive and spiritually impotent. What does that tell you then today? Now please note that 
I do not desire persecution, yet I want us to clearly understand what comfort and ease is doing to us. Today we have the opportunity to operate in an atmosphere of relative tranquility. The real question is, are we living for the now or for the eternal? We must acknowledge that if there is no resurrection from the dead, then again, what is the point of all of this? We might as well party, because if that's the case, everything we believe in is a lie. Verse 33 says, Don't be deceived. Evil companionship corrupts good morals. Wake up righteously and don't sin, for some have no knowledge of God. And I say this to your shame. Now bear with me, Paul's not switching subjects here. He simply steps back to the root issue of this passage as a whole. And that was that there were those who were denying that resurrection is a fact. We cannot believe that these individuals are harmless even today. Or that somehow we see it as, you know, an exercise of love to be in some kind of unity with such heretics and false teachers. We are often so willing to divide with others over silly non-scriptural issues, yet will at the same time unite with those who reject the actual pillars of the faith, and this is one of them. The Bible is full of exhortation to walk separate from those who do not stand on the truth of Scripture and are not believers at all. Proverbs 22:24. Don't befriend a hot-tempered man. Don't associate with one who harbors anger. 1 Corinthians 5:9. I wrote to you in my letter to have no company with sexual sinners. 1 Corinthians 5.11 But as it is, I wrote to you not to associate with anyone who is called a brother who is a sexual sinner or covetous or an idolater or a slanderer or a drunkard or an extortionist. Don't even eat with such a person. 2 John 1.10 If anyone comes to you and doesn't bring this teaching, don't receive him into your house. Don't welcome him. For he who welcomes him, verse 11, participates in his evil deeds. 2 Corinthians 6.14 Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship do righteousness and iniquity have? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit Believers Together dot com.